When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. PopCultureCosmos.com the great folks at Lakerholics.com and of course the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is truly appreciated. Love the way to start off that V. Great way to start off. And thank you for watching and a thumbs up. And the Gerald Pooty as well. Gerald Pooty yeah. is back yeah. in the but I wanted to go ahead and say everybody right now that this could be a precursor to what we are able to see here in the coming days because the season ends in one week. That's right. The NBA season ends in one week. The playoffs will soon begin. And if the Lakers hold the seventh position and the Phoenix Suns hold the second position in the Western Conference, this could be a matchup we'll be seeing in the first round. And if that's the case, the Phoenix Suns better take note that the Lakers are getting a little bit healthier day by day, little by little, still a little ways to go, still three players left to get back into the lineup. But you know what? We saw good signs today as a dominant Anthony Davis took it on today. Truly a sensational performance all the way around. 42 points, 12 rebounds, three steals. This is the Anthony Davis that both Laker Tom and myself have been waiting for all year long. And in the past two games, and actually if you count the Denver game last week, we've started to see that develop. And the Lakers pulled away after eh, kind of making it close in the fourth quarter, pulled away at the end, 123 to 110. And here today to talk about today's game. But first, before we go ahead and get to Laker Tom, I wanted to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. And hopefully it was a great and blessed one for you as well, especially all the Lakers moms that are out there, the Lakers fans and all the great moms that are out there. Wanted to wish you a happy Mother's Day. But to talk about today's game is a guy who often gets called a mother for altogether different reasons. <laughs> and indeed, you got to catch what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. I was using that joke on myself all day, so I thought I'd use it on you, Laker Tom. It is a good, well, at least you're not called Gerald Pooty. 
it is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. I'd rather be called a mother than Gerald Pudi, just by the way, just to reference that. But Laker Tom, a great game today by Anthony Davis. Solid performances to back him up. And right now we're beginning, little by little, to see the pieces come together for the Los Angeles Lakers. So I think it was uh, not only a critical win by the Lakers, but the play of Anthony Davis has to be a bright spot that we desperately need. Yes. Um, We've always said, you know, Gerald and I both have said that if the Lakers are healthy, if they have a healthy LeBron James and a healthy Anthony Davis playing at their best, they're unbeatable. And uh, we don't know how LeBron is going to come back, but I think we've got a pretty early answer as to how Anthony Davis is going to play. This is so reminiscent of his play in the bubble during the playoffs last year because he was hitting his mid-range shot. He was hitting his threes. He was he basically had exploded from sort of a mediocre shooting season from from mid range and from deep last yeah. year and and then really shown in the playoffs hitting thirty eight percent of his threes increasing the number of threes that he took so tonight was just a terrific sign for the Lakers we got great games from Caldwell Pope we got another great game from Alex Caruso God, I swear Alex was driving me crazy with the missed free throws and the turnovers in the first half. But he came back and I thought had one of the the second half. I thought he was one of the best halves that he's played in a long time. We got fairly solid play from Drummond and Gasol and and Harold to back up the center's position. Ben McLemore hit some threes. You know, it was a it was a great all around effort by the Lakers. Um, and it was really the sign of the whole thing was the defense. Their defense was excellent the entire game. They really got. They really got the Suns' top players, Chris Paul and, and Booker, out of sorts by the double teams and the switching and the different tactics that they use. They, you know, the, it wasn't the guy, it wasn't, it was Cameron Cameron Payne who would basically brought them back and, and had, had a really, really terrific game. And, you know, it, this was exactly the kind of play that we needed to see the Lakers do. It showed that, uh, and this is a good matchup for the Lakers, you know, I mean... <laughs> The Suns have to be a little distressed the fact that they go through the season. They have one of the most remarkable seasons and turnarounds that they've had. They come in here and they're, they're, they've locked up at least the second position, have a shot at the top ranking. And the reward for coming in with the second best record is probably going to be to place the, face the Lakers in the playoffs in the first round. And the Lakers are a team that has the, has the size to, to almost – almost to stop Aiden completely from being able to be a factor in the game. Uh, and they have the guard play to be able to uh, hassle uh, Drummond or hassle uh, Booker and, uh, and Chris Paul. So it, it, it's a matchup, you know, much better for the Lakers than let's say the Clippers, for example. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, we've only got four games left, so the Lakers are pretty well locked into the seventh seed. It almost take a miracle for them to get out of the seventh seed and to get up to the sixth seed. And frankly, since the Clippers are locked into third, I don't think we want to go into the sixth seed. You know, uh, that would mean a first round matchup for the Clippers before LeBron would have a chance to get his legs underneath him and so forth. Yeah. So great win tonight, coast to coast win. The closest they got was seven points. The team did exactly what the thing that I'm always rooting for them to do which is when you've got a nine-point lead, you've got to get a stop and then come back and get another two points, get them up to 11. 
When you're at 11 and 12, you've got to get that three-point jump to get you up to 15. And the Lakers did that all the way up to boosting up to 21 points. And it's just too hard to come back against a tough defensive team like L.A. uh, when you're down 21 points. So great game for the Lakers. Anthony Davis looks like he's really back to where he was last year. These last two or three games that he's played have been just terrific. You hold your breath every time the guy hits the floor. And, you know, but that's, you just got to live with that. Especially when he pulled that calf muscle there and looked for a second, I thought, oh, no, don't tell me that, you know, we had another horrible injury. But um, this was a great win for the Lakers. Um, Hopefully it can set the stage. You know, hopefully we can get LeBron back for a couple of these last two games, maybe the last two games on the schedule. And it's going to be it's going to be fun to see. Um, and right now, it looks like it looks like the Warriors could very well be the Lakers' playing opponent. Uh, Steph Curry and LeBron James in a in a playing game. Now that's that's something the league has not seen in a while. And the Lakers actually have a chance to make history. They could be the first seventh seed to make it all away and win a championship. Funny how our tune changes the way that ad is playing so a couple of days ago it makes it all was, the difference doesn't it yeah you know laker tom had them counted out you know all done put the uh, throw the dust on them shovel the dirt they're all done a couple of days later and then anthony davis performance later there you go i mean it all depends like like we've talked about on the health of ad and lebron and if the lakers can just get some decent shooting it's all about their defense. Their defense will keep them in all the games in the playoffs. It's just about the health and the shooting. And can we get a little bit more of each? But here today, there you go. V Garcia, I told you all, you know, V you probably, yes, you did indeed. Yes, you did indeed. But I'm glad you're watching. Thank you so much for listening. Also as well, everybody out there. But here today to talk about today's game and also what he has in mind for the Lakers coming up over the next few days. He's a good man indeed. He is the leader, and I'm going to go ahead and throw in the towel already. He is the leader of the first annual Lakers Fast Break ESPN Fantasy Basketball League, a man who complained about not being there at draft time, yet ends up winning the entire league and gets a wholehearted congratulations from me. It is L. Rob, and L. Rob, you got to be excited first off, of course, by winning the league but also as well by the incredible performance today from AD. And I think this was a wake-up call to the rest of the NBA that if AD is playing like this, the Lakers are in no way, shape, or form out of any type of playoff consideration. Yeah, I had a few people that text me, I don't know, a week or so ago um, and just said they couldn't believe AD, how soft it was, and the Lakers are going to get done they won't make it out of the first round now these aren't laker fans so you know i'm used to them jumping at any sign of trouble so but you know it's hard to argue with them the way he was playing yeah but um, this is the ad we've been looking for and we found him and he played 40 minutes and he was tough he's going to the basket he's not fading on all his shots he's going to the basket he's punishing guys that he's got a big advantage on he's calling for the ball he's telling guys to get out He's playing great. He's playing like, you know, the top five, six, seven player in the league that he is. So if this is the AD, yeah, the rest of the league right now is going, oh, oh, that's going to be a problem. And Do you think also the matchups might be in question that might help him? Because 
Portland and Phoenix don't exactly have those big bruising forwards that everybody seems to fear. I think it's when he sees them, he takes real advantage of it. Denver too. I mean, Jokic, he, I mean, he doesn't really guard Jokic a predominant amount of time, so they don't really face up against each other. So if he's playing like, let's say MPJ, MPJ is a slider build and he could really take advantage of that. So maybe it's a lot about matchups and him mm-hmm. seeing those kind of matchups yeah, as well. Uh, yeah, possibly mentally, maybe that helps him get uh, excited. But I mean, who matches up with AD? There's a reason LeBron wanted him. He is a problem. He is a yeah. matchup problem for everyone. So I don't, I mean, Clippers don't have anybody that can match up with them. Um, uh, Utah doesn't have anybody. I mean, nobody has anybody that can match up with AD. I mean, his, well, he, they, when teams play physical with him, that's when you see the fadeaways and things of that nature. Uh, so, yeah, so it's not a matter of matching up with them. It's just a matter of them determining to be, be physical. Like a Jay Crowder can be physical with them and do some of those things. But after you get your couple fouls and you're sitting down, that, that you know, that ends that. So. Yeah, I mean, Jay Crowder and Mikhail Bridges, I mean, where do you guard them? Do you have them guard LeBron or do you have them guard AD? Uh, they might not be able to do either. Yeah. No, Bridges is a really good defender, though. He's a, I mean, yeah. both of them are decent defenders, but Bridges is the, he's got a bright future. I really, I really like uh, his all around yeah. game. Uh, thank you for the fantasy league love. I don't, I'm not going to count uh, my chickens yet, though. It's not over with. Get, okay, uh, to go, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But yes, it helped when the computer picked uh, um, Joker for me while I was absent, but I did a lot of maneuvering um, after that. But um, uh, Tom, I do think though, and correct me if I'm wrong though, I do believe that if the Clippers are tied with Denver, then Denver has some tiebreaker. Is that yeah. correct? Okay, so yeah. Denver, I mean, there's a chance the Clippers could fall down to the fourth seed. Right. They are only one game ahead of Denver right now, so. Yeah, and I, I, I watched the game against the Knicks and uh, man, I mean, Wish we still had uh, Julius. Boy, he played a great game, especially yeah. down the clutch. Um, but this isn't the Julius. Hold on, hold on. This isn't the Julius that was at the Lakers. Let's get one thing straight no. here. That that Julius, that's an all-around player. That's an all-NBA consideration well, he, player. He's, he's not he's one, used player. to be on the Lakers, but he's grown up. Yeah. yeah. He's that's, grown up. I mean, and, uh, all of the guys the Lakers had. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, you just couldn't keep them all if you wanted yeah. to get LeBron and AD and get that team you wanted. We knew Julius. I mean, I had no question he would be a very, very, very good player and an all-star. I had no question that D.I. would be an all-star. I had no question that Lonzo Ball would be a really good player. So, to me, they're just fulfilling what we all believe. The Lakers drafted. Yeah, but neither one of them was uh, Anthony Davis. No. And, yeah, and but you the Lakers have the title yeah. to prove it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Kuzma, now we thought you were better than you are. So, but he's the one that has to kind of fit his game in. He doesn't have the the freedom that those guys have. So, um, I think he's a better player than he's been showing. And hopefully, we, we can use him to have a break, break out in the playoffs like he was a couple of games ago. And well, the thing is, right now, when you look at a guy like Kuzma, it's obvious that he did not play tonight, that he was being bothered by the injuries when he had the bad game the other day and, and, and everything is, you know, the, the league is such a matchup league that you, you find, you know, the toughest thing for the Lakers is that the Clippers have a good, the Clippers match up with us better than probably anybody else does. Um, we match up really well against the Nuggets. We match up really well against the Suns. I think that we do match up good against the Jazz too. 
So I, I expect the Clippers to still be the toughest task we have. But the thing that's really interesting about Anthony Davis is, and I think which is the most important thing that we saw in the last couple of games is his ability to score from all three levels. Because earlier in the year, he was not hitting his threes and he was not hitting those long twos. And when he, when he is hitting those shots, it opens up the ability to get by his man and get those easy little floaters and, and the shots inside that he makes. And then I also thought too that Caruso, I've been really down on Alex because I felt his defense has really deteriorated in the second half of this season. But part of that maybe is also injuries with him because he's been in and out of the lineup with injuries. But he hasn't been the same defensive player that he was before, but I love how he is attacking the basket. I love how he is drawing fouls and getting into the paint and trying to finish and at least making sure that he gets contact so that he gets to the free throw line. I wish he'd make more of his free throws. He missed like four in a row there at a, at a certain point, which really frustrated me. But his aggressiveness, basically, in getting to the rim, KCP's aggressiveness, and AD, the thing that he does when he's getting this rhythm where he's hitting his mid-range shots and he's hitting his threes, they have to start doubling. And the minute they start doubling him, then he starts to pick them apart with hitting three-point shooters and open cutters, you know, and he did a masterful job today. I mean, he should have had four. I don't know how they have him still with three three blocks because he, he blocked that jump shot at the end of the game there. So he should have had four blocks, three steals, um, 42 well, points. We with a goal team on one of them, so I guess. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, that, is, that is the all-around two-way, three-level contributions that you expect from a top-five superstar. And if LeBron can come back and be inspired by what AD is doing, last year the finals MVP was LeBron James. I got a hunch that maybe this year it might be a different Laker. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Well, we'll see what happens. I want to go ahead and give a big shout out to V and Vincent. Thank you so much for watching. V says, hey, hey, Laker Tom, don't ever give up hope on the GOAT <laughs> and Alex Caruso. The bald eagle will soar again. Well, he needs to soar if he wants to get the chunk of change in this offseason because he's going to be a free agent. Vincent says, good win for the Lakers. Kudos for AD and Caruso and the rest of the team. With AC, I think Chris Paul is a much better matchup. Uh, obviously, because the fact that, you know, Chris Paul's not going to blow by you. He's going to use every, he has a more cerebral game at this point in his career. 
And with AC, it's a matter of, you know, sometimes the quick athletic guards are, are can give him problems and issues. Yeah. But with someone like Chris Paul, who he can stay in front of, as far as on the defensive end, it's a little bit easier matchup. He's just got to make sure he does he avoids foul trouble because Chris Paul is so crafty. And uh, he's been and getting in foul trouble more often yeah. in recent times too. Cameron Payne really schooled him a lot tonight. You know? Yeah. That was one heck of a game that Cameron Payne had. And, and this mean, is a was, guy who was out of the league. I know. Who went down to the G League. At they they brought him back for the bubble, and he was great in the bubble when they, yeah. they went that streak and won like eight in a row in the bubble. Didn't make the playoffs, but they got as close as he could possibly get. Yeah. But, man, Bridges, that kid is a, is going to be a star. Yep, yep. He's got he's got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, yeah. consideration as far as uh, for the all-defensive team. But, L. Rob, I want to ask you this. We've got one week left in the regular season, and we still don't have a firm timeline on when LeBron is coming back. Uh, nothing hinted on as of yet. We were hoping that since this is next week, as was stated last week, that today might be the actual day that LeBron will start. But unfortunately, that's still not the case. What are you looking for the team to do over the course of the next week? There's still games like Tom had mentioned Tuesday, Wednesday, I think you said Friday and Sunday, I think as well. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and and Saturday and Sunday. And then, you know, for the NBA, they're just going to cram all those Sunday games. I want to let everyone know they're going to cram all those Sunday games in the afternoon. Everyone is going to be playing Sunday afternoon. There's no night games on Sunday. So just give everybody an FYI. But Elrod. Saturday game's a day day game too. Yeah, I would hope so. Talk about tiring these guys out. But Elrod, I wanted to ask you this. With just a week to go, what are you looking for the Lakers to do, you know, as far as working on what, what do they need to go ahead and, and hone up on? I mean, obviously trying to go ahead and get the next four games, obviously trying to see if we can move up is even better. But you know what? With that looking like it's remote, eh, you know, really hard to do to see if we can go ahead and leapfrog anyone over into the sixth or fifth positions. What do you think the Lakers should work on going forward for the next week? Well, I mean, the most important thing is getting LeBron and uh, Dennis back. So both of them hopefully will get a couple games in before uh, before the playoffs start. So it's kind of hard to build continuity because every time you kind of get things set, then somebody else is out. Uh, I mean, even Kuzma's out today. So the rotation and THT's been out and Caruso's been out. So it's not just LeBron and Dennis. It's been everybody basically has been out. <laughs> Um, the defense in the first half was superb. It was excellent. KCP is pretty much playing consistent defense. Casal is playing very well at a high level. He's playing consistently. AD recently has been very consistent. Matthews has been consistent. He's been good. Uh, Drummond, shaky. I mean, he misses an easy layup. It's like, come on, Drum. So his confidence is, it looks like his confidence. He's, he's, you know, he's playing decent defense and he's fighting, getting a few offensive boards. But he's got to play better. So he's got to really, you know, get it into gear. Macklemore's been pretty consistent. He is what he is. I mean, he shot the ball very well tonight. He's limiting his defensive lapses. So just just to get, kind of build on the consistency. Today we didn't see any any uh, a twin. So, you know, I know it's going to be tough when all these guys come back for, for Vogel. He's, you know, he's going to be in a tough position of some guys who are good players are not going to be seeing much playing time. So yeah, yeah. So I'm just looking forward to build on the consistency and then and then kind of work LeBron and, and Dennis in. 
the last couple of games. Especially if they go small and you're going to see a lot more Marquise Morris, if that's the case, and you're going to see a lot less of what Laker Thomas called the three-headed center in Harrell, Gasol, and Drummond. You're going to see a lot less of them if they do go small for those type of matchups and put AD at the five, which, again, as we've said consistently, is the best option for the team still at this point. But Laker Tom, before we head on out and before you tell everybody about all the great things that are going on at Lakerholics.com, I want to hear your thoughts on what you're looking also as well for the next week as what the Lakers should work on. Again, it's going to be very, very difficult for the team unless Portland or Dallas goes on a four-game losing streak and the Lakers win all four for them to take over the fifth and sixth spots. So I think that right now it's going to probably be unrealistic for that. They think I think people have to get used to the fact that they're going to be in seventh place, but that doesn't mean you don't try and work on some things when LeBron hopefully will get back this week. But what are you looking for the Lakers to work on over the course of the next four games? Well, I think one of the things that was interesting that they did tonight, which we haven't seen before, is they actually paid Harrell at the four um, with Gasol on the floor. And that was something that Frank has, has uh, mentioned as something that they wanted to try out. I don't think it really had a great benefit. Harold finished with a minus nine, um, which is the worst plus minus on the team. They tried to get him some time there. So, it, you know, it, I, I think I think the main thing that they want to do is they want to get they want to get everybody healthy. And so, you know, I wouldn't expect that uh, this was a key win right now. And, and I think the Lakers are pretty well set that they're they're not going to go out of their way to try to win games at this point in time because they're satisfied with where they are in seventh place. They're not afraid of the Warriors. They've been able to control step in the three games that we've played the Warriors this season. He hasn't gone off, you know, like Dame has against us. And basically they feel that they can dominate the boards and dominate the inside against Golden State. So, you know, you'd you'd have to take two amazing upsets for the Lakers to lose on the play-in tournament. The one thing that is bad about it is that they won't have the 18th through the 21st off like like they would if they were in the top six teams so you you have to balance that a little bit but i think that they're they're happy to be in the seventh spot i think the clippers will be able to hold on to the third spot um, i just don't see the nuggets being able to catch them and so i, th- I think the lakers are going to play it fairly comfortable i think that we may not see we may see players miss the tuesday and wednesday games and I think that the focus will be trying to get Dennis and LeBron back for that Saturday and Sunday matchups, just so that we can go into the go into the tournament with a couple of wins behind us. The team playing well, everybody contributing, the morale up there. I think that's one of the reasons why you saw Frank tonight play Montrez Harold to give him some opportunity to play. Um, he wants everybody to be on a positive note, and he wants the team to be on a positive note. Um, we need to get rid of the minor injuries if we can, you know, get us all healthy, uh, get get all of the guys that are banged up, Kuzma, Caruso, uh, make sure that they're, they're as healthy as you can be at this point in the season, having gone through, you know, at this point, 72 games uh, on a compressed schedule with a lot of a lot of injuries, nagging as otherwise. So I think the focus will be just basically trying to hold their position keeping our eye on the standings a little bit to see what shifts. I don't think we want to play the Clippers in the first round. 
I think that's an advantage Clippers because LeBron, you know, is not all the way back. And, and I'd like to have him have the first round against somebody that we could handle like, like, uh, like the sun. I don't think the idea of a seventh place is that bad, especially in this case, because LeBron would get an extra game. Hopefully it's only one game, but extra game of reps, which might not be all that bad. I mean, I, I know that a lot of people are saying, why, why don't that's an extra game. That could be a possibility against Curry, whatnot. If you're the Lakers and you have your team there, there should be no reason why the Lakers don't get it done in a one game playoff against a golden state or anybody eighth, ninth or 10th. And, and to me, I think that like you're talking about, if you have to go into a first round against the Clippers, the Suns, or whoever, you know, it would be nice to see LeBron getting some more reps. That's just my yeah. personal thing. And if that's the case, so be it because you're so close to the end of the season, unless he plays the next four games, I think maybe an extra playing game might be of use for him just to get some reps. That's what Shaq was saying. L, L-, L- Rob says <laughs> no. L Rob says no, but okay. Uh, why not? You why never not? want to play more games than you have to play guys. You never want to play extra games. Well, I, it's not ideal. Tournaments. You've seen the guys go, if you lose that you know, game. Jordan Poole might hit seven threes or something crazy. I mean, it's unpredictable. Why play the game? The Lakers are not conceding the seventh seed. I don't know what time I'm talking about. He's crazy. The Lakers aren't going to concede the seventh seed. The Lakers they are already going to have. They already have games. And I mean, they got a manageable schedule. They're going to go out and try to win these games. Portland finishes. They got to go to Utah. Portland has to go to Phoenix, and Portland closes with Denver. They got three difficult games to close this schedule, right? They got a two-game lead on the Lakers. If the Lakers go three and one, and Portland goes one and three, or if the Lakers sweep and Portland loses two, the Lakers gonna move up to six seed. As far as trying to avoid the Clippers again, I don't think you ever try to avoid some team if you are the stronger team. Now, if you're the weaker team, or you're recovering from injury, I'm sorry. Or you're recovering from injuries. Well, if you recover from injuries, then, you know, I mean, LeBron, maybe he's better off playing fresh. I mean, I don't know. AD is in his in his groove right now. Are you, are you insulted by the idea that the Lakers might prefer to play the Suns in the first round rather no, than the Clippers? They're not, no, but they're not going to purposely not try to win these games. If it happens to play them, that's okay. So how, tell me how you're going to try to not get the six seed. I don't know. I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree with you that that we'll let we'll let the chips fall where they fall. I'm just going to say right now, I think that L. Rob is more concerned that if they go to a play-in game and Curry goes off for 60, that it will extend it even more another game. And no, then, you're an illumin- then the next game is an illumination game. Yeah, yeah. and that, 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 is that I guess it. Let's, let's not make any mistake. I am not concerned you about You don't want to play an elimination game. game. So you're not? Okay. okay. If, they can, if they actually lose to this Golden State team, then they, I mean, they deserve it. They deserve to lose. If Golden State goes out and beat them, and then if they turn around and lose to Memphis or somebody else, then, I mean, they, you know, they weren't as good as we thought. They not going to happen. Something strange would have to happen for them to yeah. lose back to back. Now, Memphis could legitimately like be more concerned with the one game with Memphis than Golden State because Golden State just got Curry. You double him, and who else is going to score the ball? I mean, so I'm really not that concerned. Extra games, guys. I would like to see your team get rest, 
get practice time in as opposed to playing those extra games. I think that's more important. Um, but the Lakers are going to have to meet the Clippers in the, if not the first round, in the second round. So better in the second round. Point, yeah, get, it LeBron, is get LeBron healthy. Make sure that it, it is better, but not at the expense of trying to lose games or trying to avoid them. If it falls out that way, then that's that's the best case scenario. Best case scenario is the Lakers get the sixth seed, get the time off, the Clippers drop down to the fourth seed, and then we'll you know let let it play out like that. That would be the best case scenario. Well, we'll see what happens. It is going to happen over the course of the next week. So we'll find out, and we'll be up here on Tuesday after the game versus the Knicks. The Fighting Knicks, as we saw earlier today against the Clippers, where they're fighting a better mad. record than the Lakers. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of scary, isn't it? How scary is that? We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But we'll see what happens on Tuesday when they play off against the New York Knicks on Tuesday, but we'll be here after the game, of course, right back at you. But before we head on out guys, I want to go ahead and let everybody know that there's some great things always going on and happening at Lakerholics.com. I know Laker Tom has got some things worked up in the last week of the season. Hopefully I will as well. I'm kind of working on something in the background as far as writing is concerned. So we'll see what happens, but before we head on out, guys, I wanted to go ahead and ask you the first, Laker Tom, what's up at Lakerholics.com? Well, I think what's up is the Anthony Davis good news. You know, I mean, that's really the – there's nothing that is more important than the Lakers than Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James' health. And it's not even just the health. It's also that ability not only to be healthy but to be playing at your best. And we're seeing Anthony Davis playing at his best right now. Uh So that's 50% of the formula that we need to repeat as champions. Um, And that, that simple reality changes the dynamics and the whole feeling of, of what everybody thinks about the Lakers. So many people have written us off Um, even in frustration, lots of Laker fans have written us off. Um, And when you when you see Anthony Davis come out there and have such a dominating game at both ends of the court, playing 40 minutes, hitting the deck over and over, you start to understand and you can you you can make that jump from remembering how he played in the playoffs last year when we dominated every single team we played, when nobody could win more than two games against us and three teams could only win one game. That's the kind of play that 
sets the Lakers apart. That's the kind of play that makes you look and say that not only do they have the best two superstars, they have two of the top five players in the league. Um, so the Anthony Davis news, I think, is is really the critical thing. Um, it's funny. A lot of people were down on AD, including myself this year, because the assumption was that after after the, while we saw him play last year in the playoffs, the assumption was we were going to see the ascension of Anthony Davis, where he became the player on the Lakers and took over that role from LeBron James. Um, we may still see that. But it's not going to be just yet because I know LeBron is going to be fighting mad when he comes back. You know, and I both know, but this is the kind of AD we want to see. I mean, you had mentioned it all season, even before he got hurt, that AD was nowhere near the level. And it's funny because I I listen to all these podcasts and I listen to all these shows and they don't watch the Lakers day in, day out. So they have this idea of, okay, well, if AD had been healthy, he's going to be on the third team or he's going to be on all defense. No, he shouldn't have been on all defense. And no, he shouldn't have been considered for anything because before he went out, and as far as injuries concerned, he was having a subpar Anthony Davis season. You and I were talking about it all season long. When is the old AD returning? Well, you know what? The old AD after this past week, we can now clearly say has returned finally. And just in the nick of time, as we head into the last week of the season, and L. Rob, I know you're excited for that. I know everybody out there in Lakers land is excited for that. But before we head on out, my friend, I'm giving you the final words on what's going on. And again, what do you think we need to see more of in the next few days? And how can we keep this go, uh, this AD momentum train going even farther? Well, I will sleep a lot easier now that I've seen this AD. <laughs> we were all expecting kind of, I mean, we've seen so many championship teams. We've been blessed to, you know, see so many championship teams. We know what a championship team looks like. And yeah. usually when you have a great player like AD and he get that first taste of championship, usually she, you see an ascension the next year yeah. um, because they understand what it takes. Kind of like you've seen when, when Shaq and Kobe first got their championship. And then the next year, you know, it was like, yeah, we're going to run rough shot over guys. So um, just looking for AD. I think we need to celebrate AD. He's taking a lot of criticism, maybe not nationally, but locally with Lakers fans. We've been on him hard because we know he hasn't played up to his capabilities. I think he would be the first to say it. So I think just celebrating AD, like like Tom said, next few days and just bask in his greatness. And um, the rest of the guys, get on his back because if AD plays like this, other guys – it makes their job easier. They just need yeah. to go out and and and, and feel their role. Um, also, like Crusoe, like Tom said, I'm, I'm really excited to see him be aggressive, a little more aggressive offensively. So that's a, a good plus. I want to see him continue to do that, though. Continue to um, attack the rim and, and look to score a little bit. So, You know, the confidence factor that you get when you have a LeBron James playing like LeBron James or an Anthony Davis playing like Anthony Davis I mean, any of us who've gone down to the gym on Saturday and called next and had a pickup game and you find yourself, let's say they got the best player on the best player that's in the gym is on your team. All of a sudden, the game becomes so yeah. much easier. Do you want to stay longer? Everybody shoots more confidently. Everybody hustles more confidently. Uh, and when it comes down to making that shot that you got to have to stop them, or the block that you need to get the ball back. 
all of a sudden you have a feeling it's going to happen. And that's the feeling I had this entire game. Just I wasn't even uncomfortable when we got down by seven, where our lead got reduced to seven. And it's because we had a legitimate, genuine superstar on the floor tonight in Anthony Davis. And he dominated that game. And like you said, L. Rob, it makes everybody's lives easier. It makes all the role players like you don't have to. They don't have to go outside of themselves. They don't have to go ahead and try to expand their games and do things that they're not comfortable in doing. I know V had mentioned that about THT and going to the rim mercilessly and just out of control. And I know they even mentioned it on radio. And this is what you're going to get with a 20 year old. Again, that's always up and down, up and down. But you're not relying on him as much when AD is playing like this. When Anthony, with Alex Caruso, with, you know, as far as what you're getting, it's all bonus. It's all gravy. Just tell him to go out there and play defense. And if he can shoot and get you 15, 18 points, that's just icing on the cake. Same thing with KCP. Just get us some good shots. Ben McLemore, he he was on. It was an on day for him. That's great news. It's so much easier, and I think it's a mental thing for this team. When AD is playing like this and he takes the lead like this, it just makes everything so much easier for the rest of the team. Well, guys, uh, it feels good. Yes, as we're going into the last week of the season, I feel like the doldrums are very quickly coming to an end. We'll see what happens to LeBron this week. That's the final piece of this puzzle because AD is back and back and away and playing that he and we are used to. V Garcia, Vincent, we truly appreciate the thumbs up. And also, thank you so much for the great comments. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to all the Lakers fans out there that have great moms in their lives. I know I do, and I know that everybody else out there hopefully does as well. want to wish you again a happy Mother's Day from all of us at Lakers Fast Break, and we will see you Tuesday. That's right, Tuesday against the Fighting New York Knicks. <laughs> right after the game, we'll be here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.